Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. So many people believe that life happens to them. So they're often in a state of reaction, feeling disempowered and feeling stuck. It's easy to recognize that this isn't the greatest way to live, but how do you actually change it? Most people aren't aware that we are a bandwidth of frequencies and how highly resonating that bandwidth is actually determines what you feel, perceive, and experience, not only in the moment, but also in terms of the possibilities and opportunities open to you. Today, we're going to discuss what the frequency bandwidth is, why it's so important, and how to begin to master it. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GSC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. Tia? What an interesting topic, Karen. So I have a lot of questions, but let's kind of start with the basics. What is a frequency bandwidth? Okay. So I'm going to answer that question, but give a bigger picture first okay. and then get to the answer. Okay. okay. So um, let's imagine that there is a spectrum of frequency frequencies that humans at this consciousness level can embody. And let's imagine that spectrum is from zero to 100 of frequencies. Okay. Now, most people believe that they are like a point on that. So meaning like their frequency is like 14 or 12 or 35, but it's not. We're actually a frequency bandwidth, meaning from 10 to 20 on that spectrum mm -hmm. of zero to 100. We're a range of the larger spectrum. That's correct. Okay. And where you fall, so meaning that, that, uh, frequency bandwidth, how you're feeling or what you're doing will influence where you fall within that frequency bandwidth. So let's imagine you're from 20, 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in order to, for you to be resonating at that 20, chances are something is going to be going really well in your life. So meaning you've slept well, you're eating well, work is not stressful, relationships are feeling good. You feel like you have momentum. You're, you're feeling good. Mm -hmm you're now resonating at the higher end of the frequency bandwidth that is you at 20. Now let's imagine that instead that you've had like a really crappy week. You haven't slept very well, you're eating poorly, you are cranky, stressed out, things are tight or like just like crunchy with the people around you. Okay, now you're vibrating more at the 10. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're still within the frequency bandwidth that's you, you're just on the lower end of that spectrum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the stuff with personal development is what helps you stay on that higher, because it manages your state, yes. right? Within how you fall within that, that bandwidth. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to move that bandwidth up, right? That's the whole amazingness of frequency work. Because 
as a natural consequence of releasing your distortion patterns, which are the things that pull you down in frequency resonance, your frequency bandwidth will rise. Mm. So instead of being 10 to 20, it'll be you know, 20 to 30 and then so on, depending on how far you'd like to go. Okay. Yeah. So some people might be wondering, are you born with a certain mm -hmm. bandwidth range mm -hmm. and that obviously you can change it through frequency work, but are you kind of just have this set range? Like I might have a set different than yours yeah. just automatically. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So we are born into this bandwidth. It is determined a lot by your lineage. It's also determined in some, to some degree by how high your frequency bandwidth got in other lifetimes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that starts to influence this lifetime. And we'll talk about, um, we, a lot of people use the word past lifetime. I call them alternate lifetimes. We'll talk about time at a different time. <laughs> However, um, that also will influence the frequency bandwidth that you inhabit in this lifetime, like what you come in at. So it may be that you are born at like zero to 10 because your lineage has been a certain way or the cultural distortion patterns are there, or religious distortion patterns, whatever. So you're born within a certain, yes, absolutely, but within a certain frequency bandwidth. Um, there are things in your life that you will encounter that um, will give you the opportunity to rise in your frequency bandwidth. Okay. They're like key th moments in your life. And everybody's had these moments mm. where you meet somebody or you hear of a certain thing, like frequency work or whatever it is, okay. where there's the opportunity for you to raise your frequency bandwidth because, and it depends whether you take it or not, mm. right? Because for example, you could hear a frequency work and then ignore it. Right. And it could come across your path again, and then one more time, and then you just don't take it up, right? You just don't do it. So your frequency bandwidth won't change, or whatever modality it is. I'm just using frequency work because that's what we do. Sure. But it could be anything, you know. Yeah. It could be um, the meeting meeting somebody who's really pivotal in, in giving you access to, you know, a teaching, a learning, a something, a meditation practice, and you don't go to meet them. You know what I mean? Like a friend's coming to bring them, like you're going to meet them because you're supposed to meet a friend. Right. Right. It's almost like the universe lines up these tools yes. for you to rise yeah. and your free will determines, determines if you do it or not. That's right. And you might get multiple reminders. Yes. Like for example, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, he's a neuroscientist and a meditation guru or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he has books and meditations. So someone had mentioned him once and I, you know, wrote it on a piece of paper, lost the paper, whatever, right. came through again. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of familiar. Yeah. I think it was the third time. And then it, you know, changed my life. Right. And then I found you, ah. you know, it was like, so that could be a stepping stone so, to something, something that else. even gets you even higher. higher. Yeah. So what would you say we should pay attention to the signs? Or yeah. So I would say that, um, it's interesting. So your higher self, um, is the thing that helps to dictate all that. And, um, when, it's ready and you're ready. It will do things to wake you up, to increase your frequency resonance, to give you that opportunity. So my suggestion is um, to follow things that come in at least a three, especially if they're close succession. So three or more of the same mention of the same thing, mm -hmm. chances are it's not random, especially if it's coming through different means. So like a friend tells you about Dr. Joe, for example. Yeah. Right. And then you receive a medit like in something through your inbox, with his, like, which has nothing to do, to do with a friend. friend. Yeah. Right. They're just yeah. like totally unrelated like the next day or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, and then you hear his name because you hear it on the radio or so, I don't know, whatever. Very cool. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like all these unrelated 
sources of information. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you get three in a row in a very short period of time. That's when I start paying attention to it because it's just a, like a little confirmation. And as your resonance rises, you don't need three so much. You, you actually need less because you'll feel it. So, meaning you'll become as your frequency resonance rises, your ability to sense the resonance of something else yes, yes. that you need to follow clarifies. Okay. okay. I have a great example. Yeah. If that's okay. Yeah, please. Um, when I moved to Hawaii, mm-hmm. so I don't swim or I'm working on swimming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a water person yeah. by nature. Right. Yeah. So I would, I never wanted to move to Hawaii. So yeah. I went on here on a vacation. Long story short, I was pulled mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I don't want to move to Hawaii. You know? <laughs> At that time, I liked where I was. And yeah. it was like, if I didn't listen to this, like, I knew something yeah. bad would happen or good wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, you know, the volcanoes were going off at the time. All my housing was falling through, but I listened to that strong pull. Oh, yeah. So would you say kind of like an internal compass yeah. to be aware of that? Yeah. And follow it. Listen. Yeah. 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 And there are certain key moments um, in my life where like uh, time has felt different to me, mm. where like it got really, really long. Mm. Um, then I knew that, yes, it was a yes for me. I didn't know really what it was, but I followed that kind of thing. Mm. So there's certain key moments for people where yeah. that happens. Um, and um, as I said, as your frequency bandwidth rises, you start to, um, you need to know why less you can just follow. You just feel it. You just feel it. And then you know, and you move, even though you don't know why. So it's like, you don't know the end outcome. Like you didn't know why you're moving to Hawaii. And you're like, it doesn't make any sense. When we came to Hawaii, the same thing. We're like, this makes no sense. Like we don't know anyone on the island. Like we don't have a business. Like we're starting a new one. It's totally unrelated. Like it just makes zero, like what we are doing here is like totally like crazy town right right now. (laughs) But it actually ended up being an amazing gift to live here. Yes. But from a logical perspective, yeah. it really made, made no it sense. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but that means uh, typically that's harder for people to do when they're lower in their frequency bandwidth okay. because you need, it's harder than to overcome the mind, the logic, which says this doesn't make sense. Right. The higher in your frequency bandwidth that you are, the easier it is to do that. And of course, how you're falling in that frequency bandwidth, the easier it is to trust, right? So if you're at 10 to 20 and you're, and you're at 20 and you're feeling good, the easier it is for you to trust what's, yeah, exactly. To go for things. But if you're at 10 and that's kind of like where you are and it's lower end of your frequency bandwidth, it's much harder to take these leaps of faith because you don't feel good. Right. Right. So it's important to, um, cultivate. And that's part of why I created coherence mastery is to cultivate being on the higher, like being even aware of what your frequency bandwidth is, first of all, and then cultivate being at the upper end of it and then moving your bandwidth up. Mm -hmm. So all those things are possible with frequency work and tools that you can do physically to help you. I mean, this is about self-empowerment, right? So to help you yourself move yourself up in frequency resonance, Mm -hmm. because ultimately when you do that, that's when you start to experience things that are amazing, right? In terms of like, um, faster, clearer creation manifestation, more feelings of your own brilliance, this internal strengthening, confidence, all that stuff that we've been talking about right. happens at the higher right and higher place levels. at the right time. time. Things coming to you, not yes. you searching for, for things. things. Yeah. People yeah. being attracted to you yeah. at the right time, synchronicities, all that yeah. sort of stuff. I know someone that everything she needs just shows up in her life, Yeah, you know, and she's yeah. on her path and it, yeah. it works. Yeah. Um, backtracking a second, I felt maybe a question for some people who are new. What is coherence mastery? Yeah. I'm so glad that you asked that question. So the reason I'm so excited about that is because if there is one thing 
that I would recommend to anyone who's new to spherical luminosity to take, it would be, it would be coherence mastery because coherence mastery is all about like not only the frequency work, which is really key. It's also about giving a mental framework so that you have a, an understanding of how frequencies work and how key ones are really important to release and why and what to become aware of and look out for. That's what we do in module one. We release a whole bunch of foundational distortion patterns. And then it's all about how to empower yourself to raise your frequency resonance up. So how to be higher in the band with the frequencies that is you. And when you have that mental understanding and these strategies and tips and tactics of what to do to raise your frequency resonance up and your frequency resonance is higher from having done the work, at some point you really, really start to soar because you are self-empowered. You really get to buoy up in that spectrum of that bandwidth of frequencies that you and I just talked about. So coherence mastery is one of the most powerful tools that we offer at Spherical Luminosity, and it's a game changer for a lot of people. That's good, so and just, that probably helps for people whose um, natural bandwidth is maybe as we're using zero to 10. Mm -hmm. They are more mind-centered, yeah. so you can address the mind exactly. part and the spirit part. Exactly. Okay. You do both at the same time. Great. Yeah. Are there any other little tools that yeah. people can use in addition? Yeah, exactly. So um, there are, and actually we're going to be putting out um, a video on daily practices to keep your frequency resonance high. So give people tools. So I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. um, so what I would say is how you start your day and end your day are the most important things. Okay, in terms of keeping your resonance higher. Like if you're only going to focus on like, you, you can, you're going to handle two things. You're like, everything else is like too much. Uh, you can only focus, right? So how you begin your day is the most critical because it sets the tone of the day and how you end your evening, like before you sleep, that's um, very important too because even if you're not aware of it, how you are in your sleep state and how you wake up is going to influence your next day and your frequency resonance. Sorry. So I would say that um, for the morning, the most important thing um, that people can do before they do anything else is to intentionally come into the zero point of space and time. So for a lot of people who are new, they're like, I don't understand that and I don't know why that's important. So the reason this is important is because it helps you um, not only be more present in your body, so to back up, what is the zero point of space and time? Just so people understand okay. what that is. So the zero point of space is the, let's just say the center point of your solar plexus for most people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So being anchored in the body mm -hmm. and the zero point of time is the present moment in linear time. So those two, the access point, the, the crosshairs of those two things, mm -hmm. or the, the intersection of those two things is really important because those are the coordinates upon which the entire physical reality is created. Okay. So if you're not in that axis of time and space, it's very difficult to influence and effectively create or co-create your reality. Mm. Okay. So when you are anchored in it, you feel more stable, more grounded, happier. So if you, so when you wake up, okay, the, it's really important to anchor yourself in space and time. So how do you do that? It's simple in a way. It's to do what I call triangulation, mm -hmm. okay, which is to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you, 
and to become aware of the distance between each object and you. So I don't know, the chair is like a foot and a half away from me. And then you feel the distance between the chair and you, mm-hmm. and you do that with the other two things. Now it sounds really simple and kind of dumb, but actually that will help you feel more gr- like more aware of where you are in space and time, more grounded, more centered. And that keeps you more anchored in terms of your own frequency resonance. Then what you could do is become aware of your connection only to pure source. Or if that's harder for you to do something or listen to something or look at something that's inspirational to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. That will connect you to a higher frequency resonance. Great. First thing in the day. That's the point. So if you, if you can't feel your spirit body or if that's weird to you, listen to a positive affirmation or something. Yeah. Or a beautiful piece of music. Okay. Okay. It's something that lifts your lifts spirit, your spirit yeah. that you find like, like makes you feel like the beauty of it. Yes. Or like, um, you know, if you have a child or a pet, like a pet, something like this, like you, you, you can touch them, you know, even if they're yeah. asleep, you know, you can just put your hand on their back or whatever yeah. and just feel that your love for them. So not necessarily them, but your love for them. Yes. That's have a higher resonance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, um, if for example, you read something that's very inspirational to you, right. Or you can put yourself in nature for a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. five to 15 minutes, sure. you're outside and you don't even have to do anything. I mean, you could move, you could go for a walk or you could just connect and look at the sky, meaning like take in nature, just be in that resonance because that is a very high frequency resonance. It's also very in the present moment of time. So it'll pull you into the present moment, which is even better. So those things here are very simple things you can do right first thing in the morning before you look at your phone. It's actually really important you do it before you look at your phone, because when we look at our digital devices, especially if we're not strong enough, we come out of our center, mm-hmm. right? And then we get pulled on by different people's urgencies, their stresses, their concerns. Yeah, exactly. And then you're not feeling very good. Your frequency resonance is now a reflection of their frequency resonance as opposed to your own. There's also, if people feel like it would be a helpful tool, a very important and powerful meditation called, um, the morning meditation, setting the tone of the day. And it's a short meditation that I do to help you set your own frequency resonance at the highest level possible so that the day is much better. And I've had so much positive feedback from people being like, that thing is a game changer because I feel much better throughout my day. And I notice that if I stop doing it, I don't feel as good. (laughs) I'm one of those people. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And what I've noticed with the morning meditation is it it really does last all day. Mm-hmm. Like even if things come up that trigger you because mm-hmm. we're human, yeah. it it doesn't affect you as much, I yeah, guess. Because exactly. it puts you in coherence, I think you said. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And then not only that, but because you're at a higher level resonance, when you start your day, your day is different. Yeah. Meaning who drops in, how they react to you, all that stuff changes because mm-hmm. your frequency resonance is higher. Yeah, I feel like the, like the flow. Yeah. The flow happens more. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then at night, before you sleep, Um, one thing you could do again is to triangulate because a lot of people have trouble falling to sleep because their brains are going too fast, right? They're not right. So one thing would be to actually triangulate again, to help you feel more centered, to not look at your device for a certain number of minutes before. So meaning don't like be reading something on your device and then put it down and expect to sleep to take some time away from that and do something that you, that nourishes you. So it could be something like reading an actual physical book, Mm -hmm. for example, connecting with your partner, connecting with your child, or just be in meditation. Um, some people have a gratitude practice. They think about the things that they're most grateful for, for that day, you know, before they go to sleep. But what you're doing in all of those things is entering your sleep state at a higher resonance. 
And then mm-hmm. knowing your space-time coordinates. So when you fall asleep, mm-hmm. you're in you're anchored uh, well, and that you can get the most out of sleep. Nice. So that's what and I'd that can that. affect your dreams, Absolutely. which then affects the next day, and it's yeah. a cycle. And yeah. also in terms of your frequency bandwidth, for um, many of you, you'll get to a point in your frequency resonance as you rise up that you'll start to release distortions in your sleep. Actually, you will start to purge them, which is really cool. So if you put yourself in a higher resonance and you triangulate and then go to sleep, the release of the distortion patterns is enhanced. So good thing to do. (laughs) And so people can also listen to GFCs as they go to sleep, right? Oh, yeah. That's what I do every single night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it can help put you to sleep. sleep. Exactly. Yes. So it can help you you drop into that resonance. Um, And it's good because, as you say, you're, you're in a higher resonance netting order because you're listening to the GFCs and in that state of being more aware of your connection to your source, even though you're not consciously awake, but it sets the tone. And some people listen to the recordings as they're sleeping, like at a very, very barely audible. Oh. And that works too, because it's cool. just about the frequency right. that's running. So, but, um, so just to note for people, if you haven't listened to the GFC before, you want to hear it on full volume first, right? Yes. For the first time. Yeah. And exactly. then any time after that, it can be lower. Yes. Exactly. Um, volume. Yeah. So okay. it's best to, as you say, actively listen the first time. And there's a GFC following this particular episode. And it is the most, I mean, this part is helpful and super important. And the most critical part is the group frequency calibration at the end of this, because that's where the work happens. Yes. Right. So um, as you say, to listen to the GFC at full volume actively, and then later to listen to it on lower volume. And I think we've said this before too, if you fall asleep when you listen to a GFC, it's typically because the frequency resonance of that GFC isn't integrated into you yet. Meaning it's high enough that you, your higher self kind of kicks you into sleep mm-hmm. so that you can integrate the, the frequencies more effectively, okay? And then when you can maintain awakeness for the GFC, you, if you listen to it again, yes. um, you'll know, okay, integration is complete. Okay, I can move on to the next thing. Yes. That's one way of, of knowing. Great. Thank yeah. you. Really good information. Yeah. So thank you. You gave us some tools for morning, evening, yeah. help the bandwidth. Yeah. And then coherence mastery yeah. can help move that the entire bandwidth up, up in, in the, the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Tia. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, Just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, These GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive 
while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for mastering your frequency bandwidth. Just scanning you all for a minute. Okay. Bringing your attention, please, to your body. And as you bring your attention to your body, becoming aware of the arches of your feet. Notice what's touching them at this moment. If they're warm or cold. Good. And then when you're ready, please become aware of your shoulder blades. Noticing if they're at rest or if they're contracted. Okay, meaning you're pulling them up towards your neck or you're pulling them towards each other or if they're just at ease what they're touching. Noticing your shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. And now please notice your breath. And as you notice your breath, notice it without needing to shift anything about your breath or make it better or judge it. Just be with your breath. And then when you're ready, taking this opportunity to deepen your breath to let it slow down. And have it fill not only the front part of your body and your chest, but your side body and also your back body. Having the breath become much more round and more full. Noticing if today your breath can touch somewhere different inside of you. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the smells around you. Now, some of you have heard me say this before, but it's easy to habituate to smell. So it's as though you're coming into the room for the first time. And you can smell all those different things that you take for granted. Either the smell of... Uh, like a lingering shampoo in the air or cooking. 
or perhaps your cleaners have just been in. Or you can smell the smell of rain through an open window. Or the smell of snow. Or perhaps even of the sun warming the earth. Noticing the smells around you. Good. And now, either with eyes closed or eyes open, becoming aware of the light. Noticing the quality of the light. Even if you're sitting in semi-blackness, that too has a quality. So noticing the quality of the light. Good. And now, please triangulate. For those of you who are new, triangulating means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. And what you'll do is you'll notice the distance between each object and you. So for example, if object A is the coffee table, you'll notice that the coffee table is about two and a half foot away from you. And then you'll feel the distance between the coffee table and you. And you'll do the same thing for objects B and C. And what you'll notice is that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will become more firm, more clear, and more present for you. For those of you who are faster because you have more experience with triangulating, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line, breathing normally, and closing your eyes if you haven't already. Just waiting for a second or two to allow people to catch up. And now let's all take a nice deep breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of six. And whenever you're ready, releasing the air out of your lungs and holding it out for a count of five. Good. And whilst you complete that breath and we wait for the mastermind to become coalesced and coherent, please know, if you're new, that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you. 
It's just that uh, if I'm working at a very high frequency level, for me to make physical noise only drops the resonance and it does not benefit you. I also make physical noise. So you may hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply. And that's just how I move some of the lower resonating patterns occasionally. Mm -hmm. And if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely yours. So I invite you to be open and to explore further. Mm-hmm. Good. So now that the mastermind is coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, Imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance deep at its center that you either see or feel. And this brilliance intensifies because you have your intention on it and very naturally expands outwards through all of your cells out through your organs and your bone structure, expanding further still out through your muscles and your flesh, and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body which is at arm's length all around you. And it's a sphere. I forgot to mention that. So as you become aware of the sphere, become even more aware of the brilliance within it. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere 
And as you become aware of this infinite space, please note that I am working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together, because the higher your frequency resonance, the more effective the session, the more momentum you have for change, and the faster your integration. Mm-hmm. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your heart space. In the center of your chest, in your nipple line, in addition to your jaw, in particular your lower jaw. And as you become aware of these two spaces, the first distortion pattern that we're going to release is the ceiling that is being created by non-deserving or low self-worth in terms of having your frequency rise not only within the bandwidth that currently exists, but for the bandwidth to move up. And there is a small subgroup of you that um, does not believe it is possible for you for your circumstance and your resonance to change to that degree. Clearing this out. For that smaller subgroup, these are our religious, cultural, and lineage distortion patterns. which limit what is possible for you or really what you believe is possible for you. That's more accurate.
Good. Bringing your attention now to the top of your brain. So what we're doing here is releasing um, like a habituated thought or habituated emotion such that you can't see the patterns. You're blind to them. So releasing this so you can start to be aware of or more aware of what your patterns are. So you can know where you need to shift. For many of you, this is these patterns are clear to you in some areas, but you are completely blind to them in others. So giving you more clarity, more momentum in terms of personal accountability. Not self-judgment, just accountability for the consequences of who you are on others, okay? whether it be positive or negative or both, and how that is a reflection of your frequency resonance. Bringing your attention, please, now to your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest. Where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your sternum to the base, where it goes from bone to flesh, and that fleshy point is a little tender when you press it in, that is your xiphoid process. Bringing your attention here. Mm -hmm. So, as um, much as some of you want change, um, there's also comfort in what it is that you know. And part of raising your resonance, whether with it's within the frequency bandwidth that is you, or raise the entire bandwidth up, it requires um, action and change in your part, which is uh, can be very unnerving because it's different. So we're going to release the resistance to the change and whether it's perceived or not, the loss of comfort in order to have the change. Not entirely. To whatever degree is required. So, 
helping you with this. Good, bringing your attention now to the midpoint of your solar plexus between, <clears throat> excuse me, your belly button and the base of your sternum. So what we're going to do is bring you into the zero point of space and time. So this is important in terms of being able to most effectively co-create your reality and also be able to govern where your frequency resonance is. So first, bringing you into space, or the zero point of space rather, right at the center point of your solar plexus. the zero point of time, which is the present moment in linear time. This is the point of the greatest stability and expansion at the same time. Bringing your attention to that xiphoid process again, and about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it, in a straight line down towards the belly button, clearing out and resetting your pain body. And that's because your pain body has a memory. So by doing this, helps integration be faster and easier. Good. This brings us 
to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.